Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Orange and Blue Blood, hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. So uh, let's get to this game. That will be the final game that Tommy mentioned before the All-Star break. The Hawks, the Knicks uh, play their last game against the Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta on Wednesday. Knicks have, uh, excuse me, the Hawks came off a brutal loss to the Hornets in which they've given up 144 points. Speaking of teams that, like, didn't do much during the trade deadline outside of the, the move for City Bay, I just don't know what the Hawks are doing. I mean, they, they, they've been trying to trade Johnny Collins for, like, it feels like five years. And they, they signed him this offseason and still were trying to trade him this trade deadline. He's still on the team. Um, they're... I, I just don't know what to make of the Hawks at this point, but they will be facing the Knicks on Wednesday. The Knicks, are, as Tommy mentioned, two and a half games up on the Hawks for that seventh spot. Um, it feels to me that this this dynamic with these two teams, it feels like it, it's changed a little bit with Josh Hart. Um, I'm not saying Josh Hart's not going to be a star player or anything, but the Knicks have had so many challenges guarding the Hawks players, particularly when Mitchell Robinson has been out there. But it feels like now with Josh Hart and the, the multiple – positions he can defend the Hawks don't look as daunting a challenge for the Knicks as they did maybe a week ago do you agree yeah I I mean listen I think that you know the Hawks one of their great strengths obviously outside of Young was their their strong you know their their bigs DeAndre Hunter's a great tremendous defender um Clint Capella obviously can control the paint um you know uh Ogongwu has has played really well in spot minutes at times um and now they just added Sadiq Bey uh another sharp shooting four um where they're trying to work into the mix um as you mentioned that the John Collins situation remains you know it's again it seems like he's the most popular name on the trade deadline um every trade deadline during the offseason and and yet he's still a hawk um so we'll see how that turns out um as far as you know matchups are concerned um hard also helps but i think that the greatest advantage the knicks have um certainly in years gone past is they have to is they make the hawk guards uh, particularly trey young work defensively um you know and that's and that's the thing that you know they weren't able to do when alfred payton started the first two games that hawk series um inexplicably so um now you have jalen brunson even though murray's you know you, you assume murray's going to get um the, the all the, the most of the minutes he's going to start on garden but you know again brunson is very adept at running pick and roll um so him and grimes should run plenty of pick and rolls and, and switch off and make trey young switch on to brunson and have brunson put trey young in the torture chamber every opportunity yeah. he gets get him to foul trouble make him work on the defense defensive end um uh, and, and, and and two tips and two tips credit i feel like we've seen a lot more of those one two pick and roll actions with whether it be quickly whether it be with quinn grimes i've been yelling about it again pretty much since we started this podcast but i feel like over the last two weeks three weeks or so they've been running that stuff a lot more 
Agreed. And especially with Hart on the floor, I expect you can see it additionally because Hart's a good role guy, yeah. a role player. We know he can finish well around the basket. We know he has a sharp basketball IQ. Um, and we know that those two guys have chemistry. They've been playing together for, you know, six or seven years, um, for a few years together. And now they're, they're reunited. So um, there's, you know, uh, yeah, I, I mean, all things considered, um, you know, it, I'll be interested to see what the spread is in this game. Um, and it's in Atlanta, but, you know, that's, that's never a strong home court advantage. Um, this is a game, again, you know, Knicks, you the hardest thing and, and coaches will always tell you is to keep guys hungry um, when you experience, when you experience some success. So the Knicks, um, you know, but, but Tibbs is, you know, one of his strengths is, is keeping teams motivated. Um, you know, this yeah. is the last game before the break, you know, they want to enter on a positive note and kind of continue this momentum because um, they, they are, uh, you know, season high number of games above 500. Now, can they close this, this, you know, we talked about, Knicks potentially, you know, four games ago, can they get to the All Star break? Two in three weeks ago, can the Knicks get to the All Star break above five hundred? Now you want to get greedy, and now you want to put those wins in the win column um, and make them stand up. Because if you want to establish yourself as a playoff team and not a playing team, um, these are the games you want to take care of. Yeah, and when you look at this matchup, I mean, you know, the Hawks have had a tough time defensively for a lot yeah. of the season, and um, they had a tough time against the Charlotte Hornets a, lot, a couple of times this season. It's not the first time the Hornets put a lot of points on them this right. year. So the Knicks offensively, the last two games since they added Josh Hart, they've been awesome on that side of the ball. I mean, they've been extremely efficient. Um, they've put up a big number of points, 124 last game, 120-plus uh, against the Jazz. So I think that the Knicks will be able to score against this team. Um, and if they're able to do that, uh, that will definitely keep them in the game. And I think, again, their their ability to defend will be just a lot stronger with Josh Hart. I mean, Deuce McBride's a good defender, but he's so small. Um, he doesn't give you really much switchability. He doesn't give you much versatility other than being able to guard his position. Josh Hart can guard probably three positions. So the Knicks, uh, I, I like this matchup. And when we think about, uh, you know, if the Knicks aren't able to get into that top six spot for whatever reason, uh, the Hawks, I think, are – likely to be a team that they would face face in their playing situation whether it be in new york or in atlanta and like i said before i think that not that i'm welcoming a matchup with trey young because of how he's played against the knicks in the past in the postseason but it just feels like this Knicks team with mitchell robinson coming back and whom assuming he comes back healthy they'd be in a pretty good shape i, I would feel good about the knicks facing the hawks in that kind of matchup it's the other thing we haven't talked about last couple of pods is the knicks are doing this without their starting center um, and exactly. Sims is, you know, you've seen a lot of, you know, you've seen, you've seen diminishing marginal returns from Sims minutes, um, much like Barrett. He was minus 11 in, in his 24 minutes yeah. last night. Um, so he has not, he's really given the Knicks nothing, you know, next to nothing on most nights. Um, you replace that with a guy who was their best defensive player over the first half of the season. Um, you, there's, there's a lot to like there. Um, you know, obviously Hardenstein has played more minutes than, than Sims. Um, so, and he's played much better. So it's kind of offset each right. other, but if you can go 24 minutes of Mitch Rob and 24 minutes of Hartenstein, this new, you know, Hartenstein version 2.0 um, that's been so effective. That's that's solid 48 minutes of center right there. Um, and, and, and then you introduce Hart into the mix of Hart. Uh, you know, you, you closing a closing lineup with with Hart and Mitch Rob and, you know, either and or IQ and Grimes. Like those are good defenders. You can put four, three or four very good defenders on the floor, along with Brunson and Randall. Um, there's a there's 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 again reasons to be excited. Um, we have to see it play out. We have to see, you know, Mitch Rob come back healthy. He still hasn't been cleared for um, full contact. We found that that was reported yesterday, um, but he's yeah. ramping up, progressing, heading in the right direction. They're obviously, you know 
you know, going to err on the side of caution. Um, but then even when he gets back, he has to stay healthy, which is never given with Robinson. Um, but, uh, you know, you factor his defensive capabilities um, and, and you know his ability to dunk and, and take the top off of defense. There's a, a, another reason um, why Knicks can, can envision uh, potentially securing that five or six seed. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, when you look at the Hawks, as, as, as you know, in terms of where they stand, I, the Knicks are trying to hold off from them catching them at some point. Again, Knicks had a big uh, boost last night winning and the Hawks losing. I just I don't I don't know. Like I, I was never, I was not high on the Hawks coming into this season because I thought that the Eastern Conference was strong and, and too strong, despite them adding Jonte Murray. In some ways, I think this has gone a lot worse than even I thought it would be for the Hawks. Like I, I thought that they would. um you know, they'd be around seven or eight, but I thought they'd be much better. I thought they'd be well above 500 at this point. It, it just feels like they're kind of in a team in no man's land now. I know that there was this attitude that the, the Hawks had this, you know, big ceiling because they went to the conference finals a couple of years ago. But when you look at them now, I, I don't really see where this this big margin for growth is. I mean, maybe it's pairing Murray and one of these other younger guys for another star player, but uh, just in terms of just where the Hawks stand, do you one do you see them being able to catch the Knicks, and also just where they stand, just kind of in the NBA and their their chances of uh, of eventually making another run in the postseason? I don't know what to. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know what to make of the Hawks. There's clearly everyone's not on the same page. There are reports of beef between Young and the head coach, and he sits out a yep. game and. You know, they, that's a situation they're going to have to figure it, itself out in the offseason. And, and I'll give you a, a, a and I'll give you a guess as to who the, the team gets rid of the, head coach, <laughs> yeah. the, the yeah. once in a generation point guard who averages 25 and 15 on a bad night. Um, but, you know, th- then the question is, and I, and I heard somebody talk about it um, randomly on NBA radio, I think it was yesterday. If the if the Hawks ever consider trading Trey Young, um, you know, given the fact right. that they have DeJounte Murray and they're, you know, doesn't fit might he demand to trade it could he i I assume the only way they would consider trading was if he asked to be traded um and then somebody mentioned brooklyn as a potential landing spot you know you could he has that kind of big city you could see him as a big city guy he's a big ticket draw the nets have i I tell you what if you want to if you want to get that nixon nets rivalry back off that that would be the that would be the move to make if you're brooklyn right right it it just makes Uh, sense i assume i could definitely see brooklyn loving you know and as well they should they should do everything to get him um and then you know you pair him with Mikhail bridges and 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 claxon you know defenders um but then you know the nets you know obviously a lot of people say now the nets have all this draft capital they do have a bunch of picks they obviously got from the suns unprotected picks um uh, and then and all the the second rounders from the Bucks. but they remember the the rockets control the nets draft too um exactly hurts their ability to, to, to make trades but um if there should ever be a case where you know trey young gets put on the block um you know this there was that discussion to be had that the brooklyn would be one of the places that would make sense just in terms of fit and and uh you know big city and and they would obviously pay him and you know he seems like a guy that would want to play in new york um and obviously the rivalry with the knicks would would be a natural fit and he would sell seats too which is something that certainly matters to brooklyn oh yeah um because they that 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 arena is not gonna is gonna lose a lot of season subscribers uh, yeah season um, but uh, that's the hero there, um, you know, kind of big picture. You know, I think this is going to be a big off season for the Hawks. They got to decide what to do with Collins. They got to decide what to do with the coaching staff. They got to decide, um, you know, whether Steve Bay is a guy that they're going to commit to long term. Um, Okongwu and, and Clint Capella, um, they kind of face a similar situation as the Knicks do with Obi Toppin uh, to find him enough minutes. He because he'd be a starting four or five on a lot of teams. Um, yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Um, and just as far as Wednesday night, um, you know, they're they're still trying to figure their pieces out. 
out as well as the Knicks. Um, but again, they're, they certainly don't seem to have the chemistry and the cohesion that the Knicks have shown um, of late. So, you know, maybe the Knicks will, will have that going in their favor. But as, as far as the playoffs are concerned, um, I do not want, I would prefer not to play uh, Trey Young in a winner take all, you know, seven, eight game, you know, where you know, your season's <laughs> yeah. on the line. I think the Knicks would be favored. They rightfully so. They have the pieces that, to keep them in check. You could throw hard at them. You can throw Grimes at them. You can throw IQ at them um, and certainly make them work. Um, but they have some other solid players that that, that can scare you. Um, but there are no easy outs once you get into the top six or seven teams. Um, and that's why it's so important from a Knicks perspective to try to secure one of those top six spots so you're not in that, um, you know, life or death situation for a game or two uh, at the end of the regular season. Exactly. Knicks, Nets, Wednesday, 7.30 at uh, the Highlight Factory over in Atlanta. Should be a good one. It always is a good one between the Knicks and Hawks. So looking forward to that one. 